Dueling Genre Productions presents Immunities, an audio drama. What a beautiful night. Yes, it is. Did you see that? See what? A light. It's gone now. Are you okay? I'm feeling a little drowsy. I better sit down. Here, let me help you. About five months ago, there was something in the night sky. Something happened to the people who saw it. And if someone looked them in the eyes, it would happen to them too. How are you feeling? I am feeling much better. I thank you for asking. And you yourself, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. Or, uh, I was fine. I feel a little unsteady now. I suggest having a rest. It did me a world of good. They looked at their families, and then they searched out friends, strangers, everybody. Some people didn't change. We think maybe one person out of 2,000. So, for five months, you've just been hanging out? Shelly, I don't know what this is. I've never seen anyone just become normal again. I have to be careful. You might just change back into one of them. You might be one of them now. (sighs) This is too complicated. I'm too tired to deal with it. And I'm still half expecting you to tell me it's all just a story. It isn't. I just know I have to close my eyes now. Wait, Shelly? No. Shelly? Shelly? Shelly, don't worry. Shelly? Just for a second. Shelly! Immunities, an audio drama about almost everyone being against you. Available from DuelingGenre.com and your podcatcher of choice starting in July. Dueling Genre Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we are taking a bite out of Minute 23, which begins with Sean and Ed noticing the snogging couple and ends with uh, some record scratching as Pete enters the living room. Yes. Yeah. Very. Is, is this the most musical minute of the movie? Uh, no, I would argue that's probably going to be the don't stop me now minute. Right. That's true. So this is second most minute filled minute of the movie. Most music filled <laughs> minute of the movie. Oh God, already. Yeah, twins killing, yeah twins I, I would say that unless, unless you want to give credit to the, the, the record throwing minute, um, though you don't actually hear any of the music there, oh but it God. is, it is technically music filled. That would have been so expensive if they had like. Half a second <laughs> of each record that they threw. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. So they notice the, the snogging couple and Ed says, Ed says this interesting thing. And I don't, I don't quite understand it. Maybe you can explain it to me. If you can't explain it to me, 
maybe one of our our English listeners can explain it to us. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that Ed be the says, case. "What's wrong? Haven't had your tea." <clears throat> yes, that's what he shouts at them. Haven't had your tea, and then the head falls off. What does that mean? Haven't had your tea. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the per, I'm gonna be the person to try and and I'm I'm gonna uh, I'll I'll take this bullet. Um, <laughs> Do you know, or are you just? I no, I'll be a hundred percent guessing. I don't know. Okay, all right, cool. All I'm right, guessing so, it is. So British l- listeners, strap in and be ready to be like, nope, that's not what it is. Okay, yeah. So. <sighs> Is is tea before bed a thing? I don't know. Is it like you know how like you don't drink coffee after seven? Is sort of like the 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 notion. Is it like do you do you drink tea like because you know chamomile people drink that before bed, right? Isn't sure. there? Isn't, aren't there teas that are that are best that that well, helps? There's literally a tea called Sleepy Times. So. Yes, boom, yeah. Those were one that were, I think Ramona Flowers had that one. Yep. In her, uh, in her house. So yeah, but well, I've, she I've, had like every tea in her house. But yeah, yeah, that was the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was the joke. <laughs> I didn't even say it like like being a dick. I was like, yes, that was the joke. Uh, <laughs> like you were realizing it. Like, oh right, yes, that was the joke. <laughs> oh, that Brian Lee O'Malley. <laughs> but yeah, like a tea, tea has never been part of my. My daily routine, and 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 earnestly, I've always been really fascinated by that part of of, of English culture and like how that's become or how that became so ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I I I truly have no uh, grasp on it. They didn't they didn't cover that in Harry Potter. They never talked about because it. it was so understood. Even J.K. Rowling was like, "Well, they'll know. They'll just know." Yeah. What haven't had your tea? Yeah, I don't know. What does that have to do with snogging? I think it has something to do with sleep. I think it's like a play on like they're still up, they're still going at it. Oh, I don't know. That's my that's my con in the context of what's what they're doing and how it makes yeah. Sean laugh. Someone, someone, yeah. But that's someone the thing. Us. It's like I don't. That's not funny. Like so, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm maybe it's funnier. Uh, maybe there's a funnier ex- reason. Yeah, right. I, I I don't know. Someone explain this to us. Uh, what is this? What is what does this mean? Because even replacing it with like what haven't had your coffee, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Well, coffee. Yeah. Is he like? Is she like trying to get tea out of him? I, no, like, I don't, no, I don't, no. It, it, I, I think it has it. to do with her. Like, I think it, I think it is. I think it is centered on her. Not. Oh, is being this? Is this a is this a teabagging reference? No, teabagging is you you know what teabagging is. No, I know, I know, I know. That's I I I a hundred percent know what teabagging is. That's what I'm saying. But is he suggesting they have nothing that to do she with hasn't? This. No, but it does because he's he's making a joke about what it's leading to. Okay, okay. Is that what this is? That's I don't the only think way that I can that you don't think that's it. That's my they just if 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 we're taking bets if we're if we're if we're, okay. if we're speculating. My my guess is this this is a joke about she hasn't had her tea so she's making out with this guy so in in the in an attempt to eventually teabag him. See, but teabagging or, or be teabagged. For my when I think of teabagging, I don't think of it being like a sexual thing. I think of it being like 
a, like a hazing thing. It's like yeah. what it's like when you do when you kill someone in Halo. Right, but that's but that had to come from somewhere. I just always thought teabagging was like something you did this like, you know, <laughs> like No, I know. We, I, everyone sleeping. knows. Everyone yeah. knows. Like um, a prank. Like it was like a really weird prank you would they're gonna like I don't know. Like a, like, yeah, do. it was like a like a like a yeah, like a yeah, it was like a prank, and then that moved on to like the video game thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let us know. That's the only explanation I can come up with that makes sense to me. Um, that would make it funny. Sure. Uh, to to a couple of you know drunk perverts. Yeah, because I don't even know. I mean, because it's 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 a thing. It's like when when guys like this are joking about sex. They make references to things where you're like, no one does that. What are you talking about? You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. That, so, like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's more about the joke, like, the idea of someone doing that than it is that anyone actually does that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's just that it, it's just, like, the kind of laughing and, like, giggling in church mindset. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, let us know if... Let, let us know if there's... If it's the thing I said, the thing Nick said, or some other third thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a combination um, of all of them. Maybe it's a combination of all of them. Uh, so anyway. Um, okay. So so here's the moment. I, I hinted at this yesterday. Um, there's a moment here where uh, after he says the, the line about the tea and Sean laughs, when they turn away and we see that the, the head flops over because she's finally made it all the way through the neck. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, there's no longer, <laughs> there's no longer enough meat to support the spine. Yeah. It gets um, grosser the more you think about it. It sure does. Uh, so, so anyway, so the, the head falls back just as they look away. And I think that we are all so collectively focused mm-hmm. on the head falling back that we don't notice how happy it makes Ed to see <laughs> Sean laugh. Yeah, it it, it 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 it's such a funny visual joke, but at the cost, you do it is kind of it does kind of overshadow some really beautiful drunk acting by both Peg and Frost. Mm-hmm. It yeah, like just that moment of of uh, like oh, Ed I loves did. making Sean laugh. He just he loves Ed, it. He, he loves lives it, yeah. for it. It's his favorite it, thing. It's it's what he it, I I think it is at this it, more so because we <clears throat> we were talking about that moment at the very beginning when his phone rings and it's like drug dealer stuff and he does like pause it and like takes the call because he even though it, it's you know it's drug dealing and you, you know the perception is that it's like low life stuff he he takes it seriously right but you do get the feeling that Sean's friend or Sean's like teddy bear is kind of Ed's strongest point of of identification almost yeah absolutely absolutely so uh they got this uh they got this white lies uh acapella going on uh so white lines parentheses uh don't do it don't 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 do it uh this is a song by uh grandmaster mel e b and grandmaster flash 
uh, came out on nineteen in, in 1983, courtesy of the legendary Sugar Hill Records. And uh, the song warns about the dangers of cocaine addiction and drug smuggling. And uh, really interesting, and I, I think has something very much to do with what we're talking about today. In 1988, the song was used as part of an anti-heroin public information film that came out in the United Kingdom. Huh. So, I don't know, like, from a layman's perspective, it, it seems like maybe, like, this song in, like, the late 80s was used in, like, an anti-drug thing that came out in the UK. Possibly a young Simon Pegg or Ed- Edgar Wright saw that movie at school and was just like, hey, that's a cool song. You would think it would have the opposite the opposite effect on the popularity of the song. Oh, like, you make know, it less popular? Yeah, you would think like yeah. because it's a uh, because be, you know because of the way it's being used, I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When you think of anti-drug, you know, think of like kind of really blame cloying, like dare videos. Uh, but I, I guess because it is like a genuinely dope like track that it it, it I guess it survived <laughs> such like because like I I I did I did get to listen I did watch though. There's a really weird music video on YouTube. Uh, that's very has that great gross seventies filter over everything, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but it's it's a uh, it's a good it's a good song. Oh my uh, god! Okay, so I'm just scrolling through uh, <clears throat> the Wikipedia article. That music video that I watched on YouTube was directed by uh, a NYU film student named Spike Lee. <laughs> oh, are there any Spike Lee minute podcast yet? Like do the right thing minute. I don't think so. That would be really. Wouldn't that be depressing? Wouldn't that be really sad? There probably be. Yeah, but I bet there'd be some really good conversation. Yeah, probably. So yeah, have, okay. So question: What 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 time in the world of the film? It's got to be. Oh well, no. Yeah, well, well, Pete says that it's. Never mind. Yeah, so it's like what three in the morning when they're like stumbling out of the Winchester. No, because they were the the bar was already closed, so it would have to have to be like. You know, three thirty or something. Um, okay, okay. Because I can't imagine that they were carrying; they've been carrying on for very long before it wakes Pete up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you think they've been in that bed? Yeah, there's no way they were doing that for a while. No, no. no I way. like that. I, I do. I really admire that they took the time while drunk to like find their little hats. Yeah, and and put them. Well, on. And they're and they're the same hat. I I wonder if this is a <laughs> yeah, hat. They're matching hats. I wonder if this is the, the the hat that um like if this is like from Sean's uh, DJ days if this is like oh, a hat like with merch. like his like DJ name yeah it's like merch DJ merch that's great DJ I like days. that yeah would DJs uh, have merch I mean I, I know you weren't like a club guy you're more of a band guy but like have you heard sure of D- why wouldn't they that's true yeah um go to a I mean, table yeah sure uh well okay so so b- but before that. We yeah. get the we get the the zombie sing along. Oh right, um, got it. Can't believe we even tried to talk talk around that. Which is arguably, I mean, is this the most iconic moment in the entire film? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely remember it being like the a a a, a capital moment in like the trailers. Yeah, yeah, I do want to say this might be the most like commonly because it it's not profane. It doesn't have a curse word in it. You can you can show it anywhere. Yeah, it could it could be on any time and any ad advert for the movie, and it's like appropriate, right? 
Exactly. It's um, it's great. It's one of those moments, you know, when, when, when I watched, when I was watching the movie at the Greek the other week, I, I, I noticed how like, yeah, like it, it's such a smart movie and there are so many, there are so many parts of the movie that are playing to the top of our intelligence, but there's also moments that are just like, would be funny if like Charlie Chaplin watched it or if like, mm-hmm. uh, if someone from like the, they grew up in like the Amazon and came to like England to watch the movie. And I don't know if this is one of those moments, though. (laughs) Really? You just like, well, because they would have to, they would have to, uh, they would have to understand what this song is. They would have to understand what zombies are. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, okay, okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, so take it back. Someone from the Amazon, Charlie Chaplin and someone from the Amazon, I don't think would know what zombies are. (laughs) I think Charlie Chaplin knew what zombies were. No, the, George Romero invented zombies. But before then, they would have been like, oh, we're, like, you know, those, those, the, you know, witches control them, like reanimating the dead. I don't think that was a well-known thing. Okay. Okay. No maybe, way. Maybe. But yeah, so generational. I think this is timeless in a generational sense. Like, sure. Like, like this would make my mom laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely that kind of thing, for sure. And I, and I think it's one of the highlights of all three of these is that for all of, you know, the references and layered meta textual jokes, they also know the value of like Simon Pegg hopping a fence and the, and the fence falls down. Mm-hmm. Totally. Or, or like, you know, Danny Butterman getting hit in the head with like a trash bin. Absolutely. <laughs> just thinking about that makes me laugh. Yeah. And like, and I, I just remember it making my dad laugh when like we saw it together and I was like, Oh cool. It also is working on this level. Yeah, because you know, sometimes, you know what else? Yeah. You know what else I love? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Oh no, because sometimes you know, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, it's like yeah, it's for college kids, but like it's not. You know, the, there 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 is sometimes like a gap. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, I I I I have trouble with like Tim and Eric sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just like I don't understand. I don't know why this is funny, and they're it's like, like it's funny, but it's funny because it's not funny. It's yeah, so funny. It's funny because it's so unfunny. Yeah. That's funny what makes it funny. <laughs> I've been a comedy writer for 25 years, and this is what it takes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I do think you're right. I think it does work on on uh, on. Uh, a generational level for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I over, really, I, I overshot with the Amazon stuff. But. <laughs> I really, okay. So there's something going on here about this framing here because, okay. So okay. the framing is beautiful, right? But what beautiful, I love yeah. about it on a, on a technical level mm-hmm. is in order to get the lighting right so that you have this silhouette. So they have the, the streets wet, they're they're lighting it with a with a really bright moon lamp mm-hmm. uh to to really brighten it but to get the silhouette the background has to be white so they fill it with fog yeah no it's 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 a really deft minute in terms of yeah. just what the camera's doing and what the where the where the actors are the blocking is really impressive like when you watch them sort of like stumbling around each other so that it makes sense when they end up sort of yeah, face to yeah, face yeah, on you, opposite side of the frames. It, yeah, it, it Nick, Nick Frost had to find an in-character reason to like stumble around Simon to like get to the other end of the frame. Yeah, but like, it looks 
good. It's it looks like good. naturally yeah. done. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it, it's one of those things where you don't really notice until you're watching a, a bad comedy that you see how important things like that or in, integral things like that are to making moments work on like a base level. Yeah. But what's what's really what's really fun though about uh about Nick Frost here, if you watch him, you know, yeah. we've talked about this before. Nick, not a professional actor mm-hmm. at this point. Like this is the second role he's ever done, right? Is playing Ed in this movie. And if you watch him, he's using the fact that he has to act drunk to look at the ground so he can find his marks. <laughs> yeah, you, you see him quite clearly looking down at the ground. Yeah, he's very clearly like, okay, my mark's there. Yeah, I spin it. here and nailed it. <laughs> I love it. I once, I think I read this thing where like Spencer Tracy used to do this thing where he would take really long actor breaks between lines. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he was just absorbing all of like the world's problems and thinking and pondering on it and then saying his next line. And then like someone asked him about it once and like, what were you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm just remembering my line. Wow. And I was like, I like that. I like, I like, I like using, using the effort like to your advantage instead of letting yeah. it like hinder you. Yeah, Absolutely. No, it's good. It's really smart. I I think that's why he's become uh, you know, such a successful actor is that he didn't know what he was doing, but he didn't let that stop him, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. He, he was he was like, "No, no, no. I'm just going to I'm going to like he just he he faked it till he made it, you know?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he there was a, there was a course of natural skill, but there was also kind of like a logic that I think a lot of trained actors sort of let themselves forget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I'm I'm drunk. I can just look at the ground. Like I can, I can. Yeah. I'm allowed to cheat because it, it. That's not what the audience is thinking about. Right. Yeah. No, it's great. I love it. So yeah, I I just I really love I really love this shot. I think it might be. I mean, it might, it might be my favorite shot in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's what 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 is it? Where it's like a great shot is where you know you can take any frame and you're like, oh, it has to. It can only be this movie. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely true of this. I mean, like you can see this on like that one perfect shot Twitter. Oh, for sure. This is my favorite shot from this movie. And then the, uh, the, 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 the picture and the reality of, of Timothy Dalton of Timothy Dalton is my favorite shot from, uh, from hot fuzz. (laughs) That Um, one is just, I love that one because it's, it's doing nothing. Yeah, I I know. It's just (laughs) pure fun. Oh, it's so good though. Oh man. Anyway, I, I'd have to I'd have to sit on what my favorite shot of World's End would be. Yeah, so would I. That whole movie is beautiful. I mean, that's the difference there is that like that one that one uh, you know that one's got uh, a hell of a DP on oh, it. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, it's just I mean, like every every shot in that movie is a work of art. Um, so that oh, one's a man. little tougher to narrow down, but uh, yeah, twenty twenty guys. 2020. <laughs> Actually, no, it'd be 2019. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We could be like, we could be talking about that before like episode nine comes out. That's weird. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. <laughs> you can tell we're nerds because that's how we judge time. We when, time. Which, which, which Star Wars movie is coming out? We'll have already seen Han Solo and we'll be waiting for episode nine. 
<laughs> oh man. I just like that they give up. They just look at each other like, well, that wasn't as fun as we wanted it to be. Nah, piss it. Yeah. Uh so I got a call. I got to call out Simon Pegg on um Okay. On some on some some bad DJing. Okay. So they're listening to this record and he's doing some scratching and stuff. And he keeps doing the motion where he puts the headphones to his ear. Mm-hmm. Do you know why DJs do that? I do not. Okay. So the reason that they do that is because they're listening to the next song that they're going to be mixing in to this song. Oh. So they're, they're, they're getting the next song queued up is what they're doing on the other turntable. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. He doesn't have another song. As far as I can tell, he doesn't even have another turntable set up. <laughs> so he's just holding it up to his ear for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Do you think that's um do, do you think that's Sean like 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 being a drunk asshole like performing? I don't know. I don't think so because he's a DJ. He would know better. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he would he would know. Yeah. It's like it it's like a guitarist and mm-hmm. one that, you know, was a professional guitarist that got paid to do gig, play gigs in a band or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a guitarist doing air guitar. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're just not. You're not. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's basically doing. He's yeah, it's like the DJ like, version or like the mom version of like DJing. Yeah. So like, like ah, no, this is Simon Pegg. This is Simon Pegg like, making a mistake. Not knowing, uh, just knowing that DJs do that, but not knowing the practical mm-hmm. reason why they do that. Were you, were you, were you around any DJs growing up or like in your, you know, did you go through any kind of phase at all where like clubs were in your, in your diet? N- no, but I did, I did know DJs. And so like, I learned a little bit. Um, ah, and okay. then I, uh, yeah. So I learned a little bit about, and I think I remember asking like, why, why do you, why, why do you listen in the headphones when you can just like hear it in the club Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, we're not listening to that song. We're listening to the one we're queuing up because we have to get it queued up to a very specific point so that we can let it go on the right beat. Sure. Yeah. I'm not looking at you dudes. I'm looking past you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're this whole movie. I do. I really do appreciate how much, uh, story and character is put into Sean's being a DJ and in, in terms of like the production design of the movie because it's never spoken upon it's, no but it's all. all on the screen if you're like looking for it absolutely I just find that so fun like yeah there's there's a like clearly like now that now that you've said it like oh Sean's a DJ yeah like every time we cut to the apartment I just see like gig posters and I'm like, mm-hmm. it makes so much more sense now. So do you think, uh, so, so apparently, so I just looked it up and Hench is actually a musical artist, um, which is the, oh, the, okay. the thing that's on their, on their caps. So yes. they apparently just like went to a Hench gig at some point and bought those matching caps, which is <laughs> even more adorable. I think uh, <laughs> they, they, they bought matching caps. That's really cute. And still have them. And still have them and put them on uh, whenever they, yeah, <laughs> they've got they've got them on on the same side of their head, <laughs> like two little like 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 b boys from like a '90s <laughs> Disney Channel rap video. Oh, I love it so much. 
they're great. They're they're really great. Um, so a little bit also, about the song that they're spinning, though. If you if oh, you yeah. want, uh, sure. so this is so uh, this is by uh, Manuel Joseph, aka Man Parish, and uh, the song is called Hip Hop to Bop, uh, which came out in 1982. Parentheses don't stop. And in addition to Shaun of the Dead, was also in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, it so it's around the eighties. It's uh, like like we're about to find out is not hip hop. It's electro, and uh, very clearly electro at at that. It's a kind of a, another rookie mistake by Pete to call it hip hop later on. Yeah, I mean hip hop's in the name of the song, so sure. It's a, it's a, He's I more. Mean, I, I I think it's a I, I think it's a forgivable mistake. It's more right than he knows. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Or it's accurate in a way he cannot know. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Unless Nailed he it. knows that's hip hop to bop by by Man Parish. Mm-hmm. Is it is it hip hop to bop or is it hip hop bebop? I'm gonna look this up. Because <laughs> I wrote down hip hop bebop, but I might have just been I just I might have like oh, it, not oh, copied oh, it. Down it oh, it, oh no, you're right. It's hip hop bebop. Okay, hip hop bebop. Parentheses don't stop. Hip hop bebop don't stop. I like how amused you are when I say things like that. Well, no, because no, you, you you said it like they were each instructions. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, right. hip hop, bebop, don't stop. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, I know. Um, I like that Sean just like punches Ed in the chest. Oh yeah, he as uh, he does a couple things that he he kind of has fun with Ed's size. Like he like belly slams him when they're walking down the street. Yeah, I like, like that. Like I like that he just know like they're so comfortable with each other that he knows that they can just like, like kind of like not wrestle but just like yeah just. Can play. I admit something? Sure, of course. This is a this is this is a this is definitely a, a Nick admission. So everybody, uh, get ready. Okay, Nick especially. I have never. Until doing, like watching this closely in my like initial research, uh, for doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I have never it is it is never connected to me that they are in their living room. In this scene, whoa! Wait, oh, you didn't realize either? No, I always, in my I always thought they were in Sean's Sean's room. room. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, that yeah, they're absolutely downstairs. We've been we've seen these posters before. Right, yeah. We've seen the turntable before. That we've seen the shelving s- unit. So yeah. much worse. I know. There's the front door because he says when he's the leaving. Front door's open. He's yeah, the front door well, which we'll find out tomorrow, but like I I don't know why I never realized that they were in the living room, but it just it, just because they I don't know. Like, like yeah, yeah, they yeah, just, they yeah. found a new way to shoot it and light the room. And it just looks like a totally different area. I, I've never even, I've, I've, it's always been the, yeah, like they're, they're partying in Sean's room. That makes it. Yeah. Again, like watching this now at, at, at 25. Yeah. Pete is so much more sympathetic. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> in the living room at four in the morning on oh. a Sunday. Oh boy. Anyway. 
All right. Well, we've got we've got a lot to talk about with Pete tomorrow. Oh hell yeah! Uh, but uh, we'll be back to talk about that. In the meantime, go uh, go check out our our uh, Twitter, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. We're we're the, we're Cornetto Minute on all social media. So go check those out. Um, and also, uh, I just want to add, I have a new podcast. Uh, it's a an after show for the runaways, which is the new Marvel uh, Hulu series. Uh, so we're do- I'm doing an after show with uh, past guests of this actually past guests of this show, uh, Jason and Cassandra. So we're we're all doing a runaways after show together. So go go uh, check that out if you're watching that uh, that that show or th- that show. I mean, you know, listen to our after show about it and uh, listen to us talk about uh, the runaways if that's something that you're. You're doing. Um, oh yeah. Why not have another podcast about it? And each episode is only like twenty minutes, so trying to keep it light and fluffy. Not trying to, you know, make like an hour and a half podcast about an episode of uh, of a TV show. So no, well yeah. you would die. Right. So go. <laughs> I would die. That is correct. So go uh, go check out that out. It's it's just the Runaways podcast, um, and uh, we will. Talk to you guys tomorrow. In the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint. Wait for all this to blow over. Bye.